0: This is Pastor Andrew Conley from Punxsutawney. I am a youth and children's pastor, and thank you so much for joining me for student-led missions. This is just a quality show for parents, for youth, for anybody who wants to reach their world for Christ or empower young people to do so that is the age range I am most knowledgeable. So, we've talked about empathy, we've talked about morality, we've talked about spiritual issues, practicality, and all of that good stuff, but today I want to talk about probably the most traumatizing part of The student admission, the most traumatizing part of inviting your friends to youth group, the most traumatizing, hurtful part about talking to people who don't know Jesus, about Jesus, and that is the part that is bound to happen every time. That is the big R, the rejection, the humiliation, the embarrassment that comes after somebody says no. Or somebody might not be just nice enough to say no. They might lead you on. They might say yes and then blow you off. They might make fun of you. They might do big things at school just to rub it in your face that they don't want to go to the program that you just asked them to go to even though you know that it's a really fun, safe, quality space to enjoy with your friend. It happens. I've asked my friends tons of times to go to youth with me. And before anyone has ever said yes, which they did, I got no after no after no after no after no after no. I remember one time my friends actually came to church But they were so loud. They distracted so many people. They almost got kicked out. They didn't. That would have been crazy if they did. But they did not get kicked out. They almost did. I got threatened by elders and me serving in that church even in a volunteer status. I didn't want to be kicked out of the church that I loved going to. It was embarrassing. But They heard the gospel that day. They said yes. Had another instance where my friends in high school went to a big event and we all went in there. I had 20-something students go in and all of my friends that I've invited were found Smoking pot behind a church dumpster. Yep. Yep. I wasn't there, but they were there. During manhunt, they just kind of slipped out the back and had their own party. Rejection, embarrassment. Oh my goodness, I can't believe that happened. All of those things are going to be kind of what we talk about today, how to get the room, how to stay effective, even though we know that bad situations will happen. And this is really just fuel, just good stuff to keep your head up, even though you know that the world is going to push that head of yours down into the dirt. Every chance it gets. I'm not going to tell you the verse. I'm not going to look up the verse. Because it would be awesome if you or your youth just researched the Bible on your own. But there is a passage in the gospel with Jesus. It takes place historically on Good Friday. Where... Jesus was, everyone knows the story. He was plopped down. He was given his his bad robes. His working man robes were taken away. He was given a red robe and a crown of thorns and all that good stuff and whacked with a reed. And yet even that just sounds embarrassing. That doesn't sound pleasant. That was a total... An utter mock job from the soldiers who did that to him. But that is not the rest of the story. That isn't the complete picture that is painted. That is not the full situation of what happened. It's a small, small part. I've even watched movies about the resurrection, movies about Christ, where that happens in sort of like a private little cave, like a nook, like a cranny. And Jesus is the only one there with these Roman guards or with these soldiers. And that, my friends, cannot be further from the truth. What do you mean? What do you mean that can't be further from the truth? Yes, he was mocked. Yes, he was this. Yes, he was that. But he was mocked in the most public way, brutal way you can think. Now, I used to be in the army. I know soldiers can be cruel and they will be cruel and they will just rub it in. But what happened here is ridiculous, it's crazy. The thing that people usually gloss over in this verse is that a whole battalion was watching. Okay, what's a battalion? What does that mean? Well, in the army, in the United States Army, that would be about 4,000 people. In Roman army back then, that would be anywhere between 800 and 1,000 soldiers. So just think about all of the logistics that went on behind the scenes of this crazy You had to have approval, most likely, from your general, from your big boss, to have a whole battalion watch you mock a guy that's about to be crucified. Somebody had to give a thumbs up to do that in front of that many people. And then he had to assemble the people, and then he had to get the people to pay attention to what was going on. And It It just just says says battalion battalion in the Bible, but there could have been more people there than just the battalion. So, Jesus was brought in front of these guys. He was mocked. He was the king of the universe after being beaten, was drugged down, threw down, stripped, physically stripped, was not his decision, was not doing it for money. He was stripped of his garb, put on this ridiculously fancy other garb, a very tight crown of thorns that kind of like jobs his head. And these bozos who coordinated the thing whack him with a reed. Well, they give it to him. Here, have it. So it looks like Jafar sitting out there. And then they take the reed again, whack it, and take everything else. And then they kick him in the pants and say, go crucify him. Now, what I want to do right now with the following few minutes I have left is what was going on in Jesus' mind. How did Jesus get through that without sending his own battalion, his own brigade, his own people down after him? How did Jesus get through it without sending angels down? Was it by thinking of revenge? No, that's not in Jesus' character. Jesus wouldn't do that. Was it in flirting with a girl in the crowd? I highly doubt that. Definitely not. That was not in his personality. That was not who Jesus was or is. How did he do it? He was praying. He was praying. That's the only thing that he could have been doing when this mockery happened. Praying. He did it ceaselessly. There are many times in the New Testament that talk about ceaseless prayer. Jesus was praying. He most likely was praying for his enemies. He most likely was spiritually loving on these enemies of his and he was praying scripture because Jesus put his work in when he was little when he was little he would run away to go to temple and his parents would lose track of him so he wasn't thinking carnal thoughts he wasn't thinking normal human thoughts He was praying, and that fueled him to be able to push himself to the cross against his will because Jesus didn't want to do it. Who would? There are many places in the garden where Jesus was just fighting with himself, fighting with his fleshly desires, fighting with God, saying, I don't want to do this so why how does this pertain to the high school mission how does this pertain to the middle school mission what am i trying to get out here i know a big fear among students is people aren't going to like me people aren't going to want to be around me if i am pushing jesus if i I'm trying to get people to believe in Jesus. If I'm trying to get to people to go to church with me, people aren't going to want to be around me. And in some cases, that can be true. I don't think it's totally valid, but sure, some friends won't want to be around a Christian, especially a vocal one. But wow, wow, Jesus has been there talking about the truth of him. A lot of people think that it was easy for Jesus telling people about Jesus. That can't be further from the truth. So just think of Jesus' sacrifice. Pray. You got to pray. You got to pray. You got to read that Bible. And that's really the only way That you have any hope of reaching people through conflict, reaching people through embarrassment, because they will persecute you. Jesus promised that. But the only way to stay an effective student missionary in the field of your school is to be on your knees mentally so you can reach those around you physically. Wow was heavy. That was a lot. Thank you so much for tuning in today. It's been a pleasure so far. Please keep listening to the student led mission.